Welcome to the God is Love and So Are You podcast. I'm your host, Divinefulness Mary. Divinefulness is loving the real you who your higher power created you to be, that is, your divine sacred self. I'm an author, life coach, and survivor of childhood sexual abuse who conquered post-traumatic stress. On Easter, God's love overwhelmed and compelled me to create this podcast, a multi-faith mission to remind you how much your higher power loves you and invite you to deepen your relationship with them. Since the most important relationship in our lives is the one we have with ourselves, for about the next year, we're focusing on self-love. This week, we're working on transforming negative beliefs about feeling worthless. Next week, we'll work on transforming number one unlovable negative beliefs. And the following week, we'll transform number one negative beliefs about feeling helpless. Please listen to podcast 27 to 29 before you continue listening to this podcast, since each episode builds upon the last one. Otherwise, you'll miss important steps in your spiritual self-love journey. Find transcripts on my website at divinefulnessliving.com slash podcast. No sign up needed. Send me a message or email your questions to me at mary at divinefulnessliving.com. In podcast 27, our format began a few weeks ago with your self-love guided visualization meditation. Since then, I've been coaching you as you continue on your spiritual self-love journey. After more coaching, we'll go on to our next self-love guided visualization meditation, followed by more coaching. We'll keep repeating this pattern until we're done. For today's episode, you'll need to have your number one negative belief ready so you can turn it into your number one positive belief. If you haven't figured out your number one negative belief, please go back to podcast 28 where I gave you the steps to do this. Last time I gave you a template so you could create a draft of a contract between you, your divine sacred self, and your child self. Please finish creating your contract before you continue listening to this podcast. You'll find a link to the contract template in the description for podcast 29. Before we begin, I want to remind you about the importance of developing your spiritual awareness and deepening a relationship with your higher power. God, my higher power, led me from suicidal thoughts to finding and loving my divine sacred self, as well as conquering post-traumatic stress. Remember, you are never alone. While the people in your life who love and support you can't be there for you every moment of the day, your higher power is always there beside you. Your higher power knows you better than you know yourself, and their love, comfort, and guidance are always just a whisper away. Since the most important relationship in our lives is the one we have with ourselves, for about the next year, we're focusing on self-love. Please listen to podcast 27 to 29 before you continue listening to this podcast since each episode builds upon the last one. Otherwise, you'll miss important steps in your spiritual self-love journey. In podcast 27, our format began a few weeks ago with your self-love guided visualization meditation. Since then, I've been coaching you as you continue on your spiritual self-love journey. After more coaching, we'll go on to your next self-love guided visualization meditation, followed by more coaching. We'll keep repeating this pattern until we're done. For today's episode, you'll need to have your number one negative belief ready so you can turn it into your number one positive belief. If you haven't figured out your number one negative belief yet, please go back to podcast 28, where I gave you the steps to do this. Last time, I gave you a template so you could create a draft of a contract between you, your divine sacred self, and your child self. Please finish creating your contract before you continue listening to this podcast. You'll find a link to the contract template in the description for podcast 29. So far, my list of suggestions for spending more time with your higher power include a daily mantra or prayer, a meditation like my five-minute starting prayer practice for all faiths in podcast 17, 
and my short customized empowering poem, My Divine Sacred Self, also found in Podcast 17. Then there's a sing-along with your go-to song that makes you feel like anything's possible, which is a form of meditation, as well as the drumming YouTube video in last week's episode I found that teaches you three healing drum rhythms, relaxation, power, and dancing rhythms. In the video, they use drums, but they said you can use anything you have as a drum and join them. You'll find that YouTube video link in the description for Podcast 29. To continue developing your spiritual awareness and deepening a relationship with your higher power, I also suggested marking your calendar every two to three months. On those dates, consider exploring non-traditional and traditional spiritual practices that might interest you. Remember, we're hardwired to live our life on autopilot. That's why we need to be more conscious of our feelings, thoughts, and actions. Otherwise, nothing will ever change. That's why we need to develop and deepen our relationship with ourselves, our higher power, and our divine sacred self so they can help us create and sustain new perspectives and habits for our personal development. Remember, your divine sacred self isn't broken, so it doesn't need to be fixed. Your divine sacred self is the real you, who your higher power created you to be. Your divine sacred self doesn't shame you, blame you, or tell you what you should do or listen to others who try to do any of that to you. Your divine sacred self will teach you how to live in a state of being the beautiful spirit your higher power created you to be. Your divine sacred self will teach you how to show up as the real you and share its infinite power that is ready for you to embrace. Pursuing your dream life won't be easy. There will be days when you want to give up, days when things aren't going so well, and unsupportive loved ones are pressuring you to settle for life that makes you unhappy. Don't settle. That's spiritual suicide. That's why it's important to keep in mind what you want and start revolving the rest of your life around that. There's nothing wrong with knowing what you want and setting goals to get it. It's not selfish. Your higher power loves you more than you can possibly begin to imagine. Yes, we're all called to be loving in our discernment about our actions toward others, but we're also called to be loving in our discernment about our actions toward ourselves. Your higher power wants you to be happy and to be the best you can be. That's how much they love you. Your higher power wants you to love your divine sacred self so you can find and embrace your passion and talents they've given you. Your higher power wants you to live a balanced and joyful life. Your higher power is calling you to start transforming your mind by transforming your number one negative belief into your number one positive belief, which we'll be working on today. You can do it. Your higher power knows you can. And deep inside, you know you can too. Otherwise, you wouldn't keep listening to this podcast. In the Bible verse I'm about to read, Jesus himself tells us how much he loves us. It's one of the many in my morning love meditations you'll find in podcast 23 and evening love meditations in podcast 24. Have you heard his eternal prayer for you? Jesus says, I pray not only for them, but also for those who believe in me through their word so that they may all be one as you father are in me and I in you that they may also be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me and have given them the glory you gave me so that they may be one as we are one. That's from the book of John, chapter 17, verses 20 to 22. I believe the glory 
Jesus is talking about is pure love. We're not perfect. God knows that. And he doesn't expect us to love him perfectly. He loves us and hopes you and I will love him freely and continue deepening our relationship with him. Isn't that what we all want in our own healthy relationships? Embrace God's pure love. Hold on to it and never let go. That's what I did, and it saved me from committing suicide. Today, his love guides and empowers me in so many ways, like hearing his whispers about reframing a client's perspective so they're comfortable owning and using it to replace a previously toxic one. While I struggled with suicidal thoughts, I learned that when I had post-traumatic stress and bad memories started flooding back, I could call out to God, my higher power, for help or speak to him in the silence of my heart. And I didn't even have the strength to do that. My pain became my prayer, my call for help. Of course, I learned coping skills and therapy, but to me, the most important thing was remembering that I was not alone. Every day before or after work, I took long walks, prayed, and went to church. At the time, I didn't know that. By doing that, I was also helping to ground myself in the present moment, which helped me keep the bad memories from taking me back and holding me hostage. When we're struggling and reaching out to our higher power, they help us spiritually and practically. That's pretty cool when you think about it. St. Alphonsus Liguri said, God's paradise is the human heart. Since back then my health heart felt like hell and not paradise, I thought it was my fault. I called my experiences with post-traumatic stress the darkness, a darkness which I didn't understand at the time. I didn't know that my abusive memories were stuck somewhere and my brain automatically kept making me travel back in time and relive the childhood sexual abuse I experienced like it was happening for the first time. But the darkness did more than that. It started making me deaf, blind and mute to my divine sacred self's power to help me heal. The darkness made me start thinking about suicide because it seemed like the darkness would never end. Through God's compassion, patience and love, I learned about my healing destiny, which is your destiny too. When I began to love my divine sacred self, that is the real me who my higher power created me to be, that love was the light that lit my healing path. If you can't believe that right now, let me hold that belief for you. When you're ready to take it on, it'll be right here. I'll keep it next to my divine sacred self in the deepest depths of my spirit. Before you begin the exercise I'm about to give you, I suggest you create the most loving environment possible. Have a photo of a supportive loved one close by to comfort you. Put on your favorite music playlist. Cuddle with your pet if you have one, or touch something that comforts you, like something from a living or deceased loved one. Treat yourself to your favorite beverage, healthy snack, and maybe bring out some incense or a scented candle. Now, before you turn your negative one, number one negative belief into your number one positive belief, I have a five-step exercise for you that will be helpful now, and especially when you're going through a rough time. Remember, you can always download transcripts on my website at divinefulnessliving.com podcast. All right, here we go. Step one, write and or record audio of your top three memories in detail. Two, choose your favorite memory. Then write and record the reason you chose it. Three, 
list your top three strengths. Four, choose your number one strength, then write and or record the reason you chose it. Five, keep all of the above someplace where they're easily accessible so you can read or listen to them on a daily basis at least once a day. Doing this will remind you how awesome you are, and I hope and pray will give you a fresh perspective on challenging days. This week, I'll address one type of negative belief, and the following two weeks will work on the other two types of negative beliefs. Now, I want to start with a negative belief that I think everyone has had at some time in their life. I remember I struggled with this one when I started having suicidal thoughts almost 20 years ago. That is the negative belief of feeling worthless. I'll go over a few general variations of this with suggestions for wording your new number one positive belief. Feel free to rewrite your new number one positive belief as you see fit. Feeling worthless is when your belief is, I don't deserve blank, fill in the blank, or I'm not worthy of blank, fill in the blank. Your new number one positive belief could be, I wholeheartedly believe or I know that I deserve blank, fill in the blank. Or it could be, I wholeheartedly believe or I know that I'm worthy of blank, fill in the blank. Another example of feeling worthless is the negative belief, I am bad, which took me a long time to recognize. It's important to replace it with an explanation about what was bad, which was not you, but the experience you had. For example, you could restate this by saying, I am good and always have been good. What's bad were the horrible things that happened to me. Lastly, there's a negative belief, I don't matter. Again, it's important to explain the negative feeling and put it into perspective. You could say, I matter immensely. In the past, you could insert a name or write criminals who did bad things to me, brainwashed me into believing the opposite. But those days are long gone. Next, I believe it's important to find one or more inspirational symbols of your new number one positive belief. It can be an image, photo, song, or anything else that excites and inspires you about your new number one positive belief. It's a different way of visualizing your new number one positive belief. It can be incredibly powerful. For example, for me, almost 20 years ago, singing Kelly Clarkson's song, Breakaway, always lifted my spirits and made me feel better. Be sure to always keep a version of it with you for your encouragement, knowing that even in the tiniest action you take, including carrying it with you, brings you one step closer to living it. If you would like to create your own graphics, you can use Canva for free and find photos there for free too. Canva is spelled C-A and as a Nancy, V as in Victor A. Another website where you can find free photos is unsplash.com. When you're writing your own text for your graphic, I recommend using thesaurus.com to find synonyms that you're searching for. While you can keep your inspirational symbol symbols on your phone, tablet, or other devices, I encourage you to print out copies and put it everywhere in your home that you go to on a daily basis, like your bathroom mirror, bedroom, and refrigerator door. Since we all learn by repetition, it's important to use your inspiration symbols as much as possible, which brings me to more suggestions for you. To begin integrating your new number one positive belief into your life, consider getting a copy of a transcript for this podcast episode and highlight one of the following suggestions to start out with. Keep it handy with ideas for each time you're ready to add another positive affirmation practice. Why am I saying this? Because I'm going to give you a lot of ideas which may seem overwhelming. 
And I want you to know that I don't expect you to start doing any of them or all of them right away. They're suggestions which might spark ideas for doing something else that works for you. Before, during, or after meals, express gratitude and say your number one positive belief is an affirmation 10 times out loud in front of a mirror or to yourself if you're out in public. I have a couple of affirmations I say repeatedly when I wash my hands. You can also say them during downtimes, like when you're waiting in line or holding on the phone for someone. Don't get caught up with how many times a day you say your affirmations. You can start out just by saying them around breakfast time every day. After about a couple weeks, it'll become automatic, but you'll need to be diligent for a while before your habit actually becomes a part of you. Next, maybe add doing it around lunchtime. After several more weeks, you might want to add dinner time or bedtime affirmations. I also recommend you create I am awesome cards. I recommend using 3x5 index cards you can put in your purse or wallet, as well as putting them on your phone, tablet, and other devices. Basically, it's a list of good qualities and nice things about you. I'll give you a few of my own examples. I am awesome because I love talking to my neighborhood bunny. I am awesome because sometimes I let people in line ahead of me if they only have a few things to buy. I am awesome because I hold the door open for people behind me when I'm out in public. I am awesome because simple things like sunshine make me smile. I suggest keeping a running list you can add to it whenever you notice something nice about you. Never put yourself down for any reason. We're all imperfect because we're all human. When you miss saying your affirmations or doing another positive practice or anything else, ask yourself, how can you do better next time? That is, what can you do to make it easier for you? Maybe try doing it before instead of after meals or possibly two instead of three times a day. Find what works for you. Praise yourself for all your efforts. Remember, there's always room for improvement, so don't berate yourself. When you reflect on what you've done, say, Mary, did a good job. Tweak a few things next time and you'll do even better. Also try singing your affirmations. While that seems silly, that's exactly what most of us do with our go-to songs when we sing along with them. Be sure to find an exercise you enjoy. Early on in my healing process, I exercised a lot and lost a lot of weight. I realized that when I exercised, I didn't eat as much. I used to think it was because of the exercise. Then I realized it was also because exercising gave me an outlet for the daily stress I was experiencing. Relaxing is just as important as exercise. As often as possible, please take regular work breaks. Relaxing includes doing something fun like calling a friend, dancing to your favorite song, or enjoying your view of nature outside your window. Remember, if you have a hard time starting or continuing your new number one positive belief or other exercises, don't beat yourself up. Take a break and come back to it later the next day. Like I keep saying, if you get stuck like your divine sacred self, be compassionate. It happens to all of us. First, calm yourself down. You can start by using a calming technique like breathing deeply five times for a count of three. Again, here's a calming technique I created. It's called the triple S. It stands for slippers, stretch, and senses. Pretend you're on the phone and you're looking at your feet as you answer my question. When you buy slippers, do you buy women's or men's, small, medium, large, or extra large? Then imagine you're wearing your favorite comfy slippers right now and stretch and relax your feet as you stretch and relax your arms. Next, 
Since you have two eyes, tell me two things you see. Since you have two ears, tell me two things you hear. Now tell me one thing you smell or would like to smell. Then tell me one thing you taste or would like to taste. Lastly, tell yourself, I'm safe here. No one can hurt me. I'm safe in the present moment. And tickle yourself or whistle. You can check out other calming techniques in Podcast 17. Once you're calm, like a compassionate and non-judgmental friend or your divine sacred self, ask yourself the following four questions and write down the answers. One, how are you feeling? Two, what are you thinking? Three, what's the challenge? And four, what's the smallest step you can take now that will keep you moving forward? It can be anything. Taking any action is an accomplishment and propels you forward. Take your time with the exercises and please be gentle with yourself. If you want to hear more about how much God loves you, listen to podcast 23 that's filled with my morning love meditations and podcast 24 where you can find my evening love meditations. Let me know how it's going and message or email me with your questions at mary at divinefulnessliving.com. See the show notes from my email address. Will you dare to be the real you and live the life that you deserve? Long live the adventure! Please take a moment today to remember how your higher powers lifted you up over the years and consider deepening your relationship with them. And remember to take care of their precious gift, you. Thank you for listening to the God is Love and So Are You podcast. Join me next Wednesday for more about your higher power's passionate love for you. Remember, before we move on to the next self-love guide of visualization meditation, we'll have more coaching to guide you on your spiritual self-love journey. Share this podcast with someone who might benefit from it. Find transcripts on my website at divinefulnessliving.com slash podcast. Send me a message or email me. For my email address, please see the show notes.